From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. All right, well, welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast, and I'm excited for this episode. We're doing it here via Zoom, and I have Diana Smiley with us. How are you doing, Diana? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. So, um, yeah, we're, we're eventually going to talk about uh, a nonprofit you have called Generation Her, but let's first talk a little bit about how, why don't you like tell us a little bit about you and your family and then how you guys came to Calvary? Sure. All right. Yeah. So, um, it's me, Diana, and then my husband, mm-hmm. Matt, we both went to Biola and yes, <laughs> Viola. <laughs> and um, about, I think, seven, no, six years ago now, we um, started off to be on our journey to have children, but I, I never was super keen on, like, having my, like, biological children. I don't know. It just, I, like, when I was younger i loved annie the show like the the movie i loved punky brewster was like my favorite show so i was just always had i always had like adoption on my heart for some reason i think it was something god just like planted from way back when and so um when it came to be ready to start our family um adoption was just always on my forefront and when we were dating i said I am going to adopt children. So <laughs> marry me that way there you or, go. or next, right? So <laughs> And how um, I mean, how was that conversation? I mean, did that take some conversation or is it just like he's just like I'm in right away? Well, funny thing we said um that we would just try both at the same time and whichever one panned out was the one that was gonna pan out. And mm-hmm. I, I sort of tried to get pregnant, but not really like you know, I like prayed to Jesus, please Jesus. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> you know, the desire of my heart, like that sort of thing. And it wasn't that way, really. <laughs> and <laughs> um, adoption, we did foster to adopt through um, the LA County, like, you know, just through LA County, we went through a private organization there. And um, it just went through, like, Mm. really, we just were so blessed, especially when we hear other people's stories um, of just how hard it is. And, you know, the waiting and I know it's just such a difficult road. Um, And for us, it just like, praise God, it went so smooth. Like our first, our first children, we, we said we'd be open to a sibling set and they said, here, we got some for you. They're ready to go. Paperwork. They were, I think it's because they were a little older. We didn't really want babies. Um, so my, my son was 12 months and then my daughter was also one years old they're 10 months apart so (laughs) they were both one years old when we got them so that was pretty (laughs) crazy we went from just matt and i to a family of four overnight which was nuts um but we don't know any other way and it was like we were just handed twins but i guess when you have a kid also it's the same they just hand you a kid one day so (laughs) (laughs) right so true yes so (laughs) that yeah so we just that it just Everything yeah. went through. It just really was God, God's God's timing, God's intervention. We were just so blessed that it just worked out, and mm-hmm. I'm ready for more. Matt is like, hold on, hold on. Because <laughs> how old are they now? Now they are seven and eight. 
Seven and eight. Okay, wow. So you're ready, and you're ready for more, but Matt's saying hold back. I, I'm kind of with Matt usually. I'm usually on that side of the fence. <laughs> I have been ready for more since I got them. I would have taken a sibling set of five. Like, I want a huge family because I'm an only oh, child. Wow. So. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Well, we might need to, we can do some like mediation if you need to on the next podcast episode. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's so great though, that it was able to go through with, with especially even starting foster care, right? Where it was able to go yeah. through. I have talked to so many people where they just waited so long and they're like ready and like they're heartbroken almost, you know? And I know. I know. so, yeah. That's what, that's such a blessing. That's really, really awesome. And then, yeah, now they're your kids. Uh, I know. So fun. <laughs> so cool. Um, okay. So then when did you start coming to Calvary? How long ago was that? Yeah. So we had been going to a church that was in um, more South County and um, that we just like, you know, I used to be a youth pastor. So <laughs> I'm always just, yeah. really involved in church and used to that. So the stuff that once we got the kids, we just really wanted to be more involved. Um, mm -hmm. And it was really hard to keep driving to South County with little mm -hmm. ones at night. And so we really wanted to find something closer to us. Um, and so Calvary is like literally like very close to us. And uh, with my nonprofit, um, we have, I have like a mutual friend of, of Josh Simpson and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and we would have these events and they'd bring all these like fun people to our, my generation, her events. And I'd be like, Ooh, where are all these fun people from? And she'd be like, they're from Calvary. And I'm all, Oh, we should go there. That's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, uh, we looked it up and then we just, we just came and funny story about that. Right. When we first started coming, it was around Christmas time and you guys had snow. It was literally like one of our very first, do you know this story? No, no, keep going. I don't think Oh so. gosh, okay. you were gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was right around Christmas time. You guys had snow, like you had this whole ordeal. There was yeah. a lot of people. My son Easton could not, he was like speech delayed. He was probably about two and a half, maybe three. He could not talk and we <laughs> lost him. Oh, no, we lost him. He just wandered <laughs> off and we were like, uh, like I lost my kid. And they're like, oh, okay, <laughs> what's his name? And I found like Natalie and Tim and, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, his name is Easton, but he doesn't really know his name. Like if you ask him what his name is, he'll say boy. <laughs> oh. so, yeah. They were like, I can't believe how calm you are. I'm like, I'm yeah. sure he's around here somewhere. But yeah, so they found him in the parking lot. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. Well, I'm glad we found him. Yeah. 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 So I will say it's yeah. That's all right. That does. It actually happens more than you, more than people might think, especially at stuff like Light the Night or you know stuff like that. We've got like a whole team to find lost kids at Light the Night. So. <laughs> okay, I'm For glad all. I'm not the only one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So you knew that we could find your kid, so then you guys stuck around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. <laughs> and you've been super involved in youth ministry and stuff at Calvary, too, even though you've got your own stuff going on, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I love, like, youth ministry. It's just always on my heart. It's just, like, my passion is working with youth, working with teens, preteens, junior high. It's just what, like, my, if I'm not doing it, I feel like I'm not, you know, living yeah. my 
my, I don't even know what you call it. <laughs> totally. Your purpose, your purpose. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. My purpose. Like, yeah. Cause I mean, I was a junior high pastor for like nine years, so I'm, I feel that for sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, now tell us, you've got some like uh, fame in your past, right? <laughs> I don't know if it's fame. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like not even D-list fame. It may be like way down the line of like M-list or something. <laughs> it's not really fame, but okay. So yes, I was on The Bachelor <laughs> in my single days. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah. Claim to fame. Yes. And yes. Since I was a youth pastor, I did not make very much money, so I needed to do work on the side to make more money so on the side i would do extra work and yeah just, <laughs> just yes. extra work and you know yes. tv film stuff commercials that's Nothing cool, that's cool. i don't like to talk i just like to be in the background and see myself <laughs> on tv <laughs> there you go that's pretty cool that's pretty fun yeah, uh, yeah an actor. <laughs> right right and nothing scan nothing scandalous on the back no, you know? yeah <laughs> just over a nose yes i just like to be on tv <laughs> yeah there you go it's a little more of a tame show back then probably too right like yes. a little tamer than yeah. it is now yeah <laughs> um, now tamer. yeah you were saying that you guys are even gonna like do a commercial or something like that today or tomorrow yes. right? so tomorrow yeah. we have a commercial for mercedes my whole my me my husband my two kids it's like my children's first day debut on tv um we're nice. like a holiday commercial for mercedes yeah that's cool that's fun that's exciting Watch out for it <laughs> yeah we will for sure we're gonna um, be wearing masks so i don't know if you'll recognize us but uh, okay due to corona like we have the whole like mask situation going on <laughs> it's so funny how they even have to do that on the commercial like yes, yeah so they probably love showing that though because it like shows that they're responsible they're safe, and, yes. you know yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so that's supposed to then air it's a holiday commercial so like a christmas time kind of thing uh-huh okay uh, okay, so yeah, everybody have to keep their eye out for that for sure. <laughs> yep. Um, all right, so let's get into Generation Her. Like, what is it, and why'd you start it? Yeah. Okay, so it's a nonprofit <laughs> for okay. teen moms and pregnant teens, and basically, what it is, it's so you have pregnancy centers where you know moms can go get prenatal care. Um, all of that kind of stuff and then we're sort of the next step towards um like after a pregnancy center so once a mom decides okay i'm pregnant i'm gonna keep my baby we're there to walk through life with them for the next you know they we serve 13 to 23 even up to 25 year olds so if they get pregnant at 13 16 17 we'll we'll walk them through they can stay in our program for all those years we're basically there to support encourage love them um help them achieve all their dreams all their goals uh whatever whatever that looks like we have mentoring support groups we give them free baby stuff we give them diapers clothing strollers car seats mm. um the sky is the limit we are just there to to work with them, to partner with them, and to love them through all those parenting years for them choosing life for their for their baby. Because we know it's hard. It's hard being a mom at any age, but to be a teenager and to you know be a mom that's that's really 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 hard. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome, and it's so interesting because you know like in even in like the whole sort of like political climate world, 
like Christians get sort of a, like the negative thing that people say about Christians and probably especially evangelicals is like, Hey, you care about, you know, pre birth, you mm-hmm. you say you're pro-life, but all you care about is like a baby to be born. You don't care about a baby to live. Right. Or you don't care about yeah, a single mom. Or... What happens after? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're like a huge part of like, I think like the, the answer of no, like, yes, we care, right? You're saying we do care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, we we want all these moms, of course, as Christians to choose life for their baby, but it's like, what next? You know, um, I've had, I've counseled some moms who are, you know, on the verge of abortion and they're like, well, you're not going to be there. Who's going to be there with me at three in the morning when I have a baby crying or when I don't have a single penny for diapers or, um, you know, just so many tough life situations, who's going to help me graduate, you know? And that's like the reason why I created generation her. It's like, well, we will, you know, we are going to, there is something that is going to help you once you choose that. And so we, I have a whole team of like 40 volunteers who are amazing, amazing women who mentor these moms and they, you know, they call them every week right now during coronavirus and, Hmm. and, we're just like walking alongside them. We're loving them. We're doing diaper events where the moms could drive through, pick up diapers. We're mailing items to them. We're texting them gift cards to Target so that they can buy even hygiene items. Um, yeah, we're like on the front lines right now in this crazy, crazy. I, I mean, I just, I was just telling some of my friends, they were asking me, you know, tell us about what's happening right now in Generation Her because of coronavirus. And I was saying, you know, life was tough before for them. And now it's even tougher. Like if you can imagine now, I have so many moms that they have babies and they were in school or maybe they still Mm -hmm. are trying to go to school and the school had daycare for them. Now those schools are closed. They're trying to do school at home with a baby. Also no money, no jobs. Um, a lot of service industry kind of jobs too, right? With some of them, like my, my hunch and that's hard. Yeah. 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 Because all the jobs have been, a lot of jobs have been cut. So even if they did have like a boyfriend or a baby's dad in the picture, helping them, maybe those jobs have been cut as well. And it's just really hard. And then we have moms who have a little older kids, school age, you know, five and up and the moms have had to quit school. A lot of those ones are in college now. We've walked them through to get them into college and they've had to drop out for a semester to do distance learning with their child. They have zero job because they can't, they don't have anybody to watch their 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 kid. Um, so they are literally just living off of like the things that we give them or the school meals that they're giving them. Mm. Um, it's, it's really tough. It just went from tough to tougher for these for these young moms. Yeah. Wow. That's true. That's, that's gotta be really, really difficult. And so I, I love that you guys can come alongside them. Um, what, like, I mean, cause I guess you talked about sort of wanting to start it because of the issue itself, but like, what made you think like, I'm going to be a person that starts a nonprofit, you know, like, I mean, cause I bet <laughs> yeah. a lot of people think like, I care about stuff, but yeah. I don't know, I would never do that. <laughs> that is a good question because, okay. So if you guys know Biola and the major Christian education, it's sort of known as like the youth pastor fun, right? It's like, yeah, uh, that's, that's my like, degree. <laughs> yeah. It's like the fun. <laughs> and we're all like the fun people, right? That, <laughs> like the slackers, maybe dare I say I don't know (laughs) right the bible majors would look down on us for sure yes 
yes, they were like, yes, to the yeah. Bible majors, we were the slackers. So <laughs> in my, <laughs> I wanted to just be a youth pastor and have so much fun, you know, working with youth my whole life. And, um, God just like really, really put this on my heart. When I was in high school, one of my best friends got pregnant and mm -hmm. I just saw what she went through and it was like so, so hard. I just thought everybody was judging her. Everybody was mm -hmm. against her sort of like, oh, like you failed, just drop out. Now you're not going to be anything. And I'm like, mm -hmm. why? No, mm -hmm. like that doesn't have to be the case. Yeah. And so ever since back when I was in high school, I just always had a, had a heart and just thought like, when I grow up, I'm going to do something that serves teen moms. Cause that, it just wasn't right. Like seeing that there was nothing to serve her, you know? And I just knew that there could be something that, that could do that. And so fast forward, when I was working as a youth pastor in LA, um, we had a bunch of uh, moms in the neighborhood. Like we had like a neighborhood ministry and uh, some of them were getting pregnant or had babies or were young moms. And so I thought, Ooh, like this is so like what I wanted to do for so long. <laughs> and I got so excited about it. And it was uh, like, you know, mops. Well, we had teen mops. And so I was working with teen mops and I just like loved it. I loved it so much. And I was just like, God was just like, this is the time, like you need to do it. Like, and I said, what? Like, that is not me. <laughs> Starting a nonprofit sounds intense. That sounds hard. That sounds like something I definitely cannot do. <laughs> and, um, God just was like, yes, you, you can do it. It's not you. Like it's mm. me working through you. All I want you to do is just be my hands and feet and I will make it happen. And I said, okay, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I just took it one day at a time and it, nice. it blew up like faster than I had ever thought it was going to. And it was totally God. It still totally is God. Everything, mm. every step of the way, it's like him, you know, creating everything, making everything happen, making everything grow, funding it. It's always just completely like mm. run by God. Wow. That's amazing. I love that. I love that you, <laughs> Yeah, just feel like you have this passion. Maybe you don't have all the skills that probably helped a little bit to have a husband, Matt, who's a CPA, right? Like kind of. Yes, I put him sure to work not... for that kind of stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of us Christian ed majors, we're not really great with like the bookkeeping. So. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we might, what will be like visionary and passionate about something, right? And so exactly. that's cool. I could that's do the great. programming and all that. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love it. And so, okay. So then like, what, like, how do, how do volunteers like help you and serve alongside you? Like how do people get involved in that? Totally. We have a lot of different ways. So, uh, normally when it's not coronavirus, our, right. our programs are able to be open and running while, well, we have one in Orange County that that's the one we do drive throughs right now um, because Orange County is able to be a little more open, but LA mm -hmm. completely shut down. So we're unable to run anything over there still right now. Um, but so what does that mean when you say run our programs? Yeah. What it's like, what is that? What are the programs? Yeah, so yeah. How, our, how our programs worked pre coronavirus was the moms would come once a week, sort of like a youth group. And we would yeah. have a different class taught to them each time. It would be like a life skills class. So anything from like parenting, budgeting, resumes, um, how to discipline your kid in a healthy way. We do like hands-on cooking classes, 
anything. We do like creative projects. There are different classes. We never repeat a class within a year's time because it's the same moms coming. And then we do like support groups at the end, sort of like small groups, life groups, uh, yeah. where a mentor leads like uh, two or three moms in a little group. Um, and then we have free baby stuff. We have food, snacks, okay, yeah. all, all this yeah. kind of stuff. So it's like a fun like girl party. Cool. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I love that. For teen moms. Um, so that's like what we would do before. So what we, our volunteers before would be like making snacks or helping us organize the donations or mentoring, you know, being leaders. Um, yep. now it's all virtual. So we took all of those classes and we're teaching them on Instagram live, Facebook live, and then we're doing the support groups on zoom. So, cause that's a little more private and then the same, like our volunteers are, are right. helping teach these live classes. They're tag teaming them with me live. Um, and then we have a virtual mentoring program where um, all of our mentors are now, I email them questions every week and they connect with their um, assigned mom and they just, you know, like ask them those questions every week, follow up yeah. with them, sort of like goal setting, goal tracking. Um, Cause we don't want them to get off. Like, you know, we have them all set goals. Like I want to graduate. I want to do this. I want to go to college or I want to do a trade school. And so we still want them to stay on that track, even though it might take, you know, Corona might've derailed it a little bit, but so like right. by having that one-on-one -on -one sort of connection with them, we're still able to follow them. So right now, yes, like the mentors are a big part of that. Cool. And that's like one volunteer opportunity. Another volunteer opportunity is helping us with these um, drive through events. We need like staff to just come volunteer for one day, help us set out clothing and donations. Um, yeah, we're also doing like a Christmas drive right now where we're collecting Christmas gifts for the moms and we're gonna nice. give them to them to give to the baby. Yeah, cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, ah, yeah. so good. It seems like everything you do too, you try to like build some like hype and fun into it too. It's like not oh, just yeah. a support group, you know, like. Oh no, it always a... has to be fun because I'm yeah. like fun. I'm like a fun person. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I think it's so, I think that fun is actually a big part of it because like, I don't know, like, I'm sure they can get stressed and worried and like, I'm not, yes. how am I going to do this? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's um, like crisis pregnancy. I always forget that it's like yeah. crisis pregnancy we're dealing with, crisis, you know, and so I, I, they always laugh at me because they come and I'll be like, hi, yay, nice to meet you, welcome, and they're like, who is this girl? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's good, though. I think that's awesome. I love it. What mm -hmm. do you, is there like, a, obviously without names and stuff, but like maybe a story or two you could tell us of like a girl that came to you and just kind of what's kind of like a through line of someone that comes to you and goes through your program? Oh my goodness. I have so many, so, 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 so <laughs> many. We served over 850 moms already. So, wow. um, I mean, my most, my most, you know, we had a mom who came with a little one or two year old daughter and she was in a domestic violence relationship. Um, we helped her to get out of that. We helped her to get, you know, on her feet, back in school, all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. then she um, just- How old was she with the one or two year old, you know, ish? Like, are you talking like a high school or are you talking like- Yeah, a, like, like 18, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I no, think that's okay. Like I just 18-ish. So um, fast forward, she's out of the, dom the, the domestic violent relationship. She got back in school, finished her education. Um, she became a generation, her mentor with us. Mm -hmm. And then 
we hired her as one of our workers and now she's completing or she's in the process of doing her master's. I think she has a year left wow. and she's on our staff um, running our resource center. So wow, that's <laughs> amazing. Success stories. Yeah. Then we have another mom that I think of who um, the same started off. They were they were actually uh, they met in our program and now they're still like best friends. The, these two, the same, the one I just told you about that works for us and then this other one. So they became best friends in our program. Their daughters are about the same age. Um, and then this mom just through like her journey. Fast forward now, she got her um, cosmetology license and she was able to open up her own little salon. And she's like a hairstylist. She's totally independent, um, engaged to be married. And her daughter's, I think, third grade now. And well, fourth grade, fourth grade. And she's just doing awesome. She does my hair. She does all of our staff's <laughs> hairs. Like we love her. She's so good. It's uh, <laughs> so, so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And That's I have moms great. who have like bought houses and like just doing mm. amazing things. They're, you know, graduating college. They're just in their careers. It's just, it's, it's like really awesome that to see them, their lives change, the program works and yeah. And now they're That's like, so I'm making them be mentors and give back and walk alongside these new moms becoming pregnant. And yeah. That's so cool. It seems like even like your whole mentor pool can just be even more sort of like skilled, so to speak, you know, as they've like had the actual yeah. experience of being, you know, part of the program themselves. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're the best because they've been through it. They know, they know exactly. Yeah. They're like the best examples. It's <laughs> cool. It's cool. Yeah. What do you think? Like, what do you think people don't know or like don't understand? I mean, I don't like about what it's like for these girls like when they find out they get pregnant you know like and it's yeah even even at that stage i think it's probably easy for people to just be like you know you you gotta have that baby right like and so and they're what, what are they like in that moment what are they what do people not know yeah. um i would say a lot of our moms not all of them but there there's a lot of psychology around them becoming pregnant um it's i would think it's not always like unplanned sometimes um there yeah there a lot of them have been in like abusive situations or abusive abusive home lives or have been exposed to like that kind of activity not by choice too mm -hmm. early in life and so it's just or culturally mm -hmm. it's it's a generational thing passed down um you know teen mom mom teen mom grandma and then now it's like not really surprised to their family that they are following in that or it's mm. expected so there's a lot of uh like factors behind it yeah. um and so some of the moms that come to us they are not surprised maybe they were <clears throat> Some are, some don't understand how it works because they're very young <laughs> and they legitimately, I asked them and they just do not understand how it works. Mm, <laughs> they wow, were like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that you could get pregnant. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and they really didn't. And, yeah. um, and some moms were trying um, because maybe they're their family, you know, they didn't grow up like you and I, I grew up in a Christian home, you know, with very loving parents and you know, Christian, Christian values, um, you know, yep. going to Hume Lake, signing purity things. Yeah. And, and they just didn't come from a life like that. And so, 
um, you know, it's just like, it's just a totally different world. It's a totally different, um, like culture that they're growing mm -hmm. up in. And so, you know, I, I always, you have to remember that. I know it's like very, a lot of people like are very quick to judge these young moms and their situations, but, um, you have to remember they didn't grow up like how, how we did, how I did, how you mm -hmm. did, how probably a lot of us in yeah. this, you know, world. Long time church people did or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. very different. It's a very, very different world that they're growing up in. So mm. yeah, they're coming from a different place. So with that though, how, cause is shame a big part of it at first for a lot of them still, even though they come from a different cultural experience or. I think from the world it is um, mm -hmm. like they tell me stories of going to the doctor or going on the bus or going to regular public high school and that those are the places where there are a lot of shame mm -hmm. um, sometimes in their family um, mm -hmm. it is depending on what you know what kind of family they are coming from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of judgment, a lot of shame from like the world, you know, yep. Just, yep. just going places, going to the store. They say people give them dirty looks or giving birth to their babies in the hospital. The nurses don't treat them like they would treat, a, you know, like somebody mm -hmm. like my age mom. Um, they look down on them when, when they're giving them care, you know, they mm. tell like horrible stories and um, yeah, a lot of like shame judgment. So like when they come to generation her, they're like, wow, this is the only place where I ever, where I ever feel like not judged and just loved, mm. and, you know, like, it's so great. Yeah. and like, we've had moms say like, you're the only person that's told me congratulations. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's huge. That's really cool. Um, I love that. Not cool. They felt that, but cool that you're providing that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. I love it. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, it's just like, I do, I still am just so struck by this like whole sense of like whole life, pro-life kind of thing with what you're yeah. providing for people. And, um, you know, it's easy to sort of have these like, these like sort of like political opinions and views and like say you're really strong pro-life and it's like, yeah, I am and we are. But like, to do things that so it's like so what right like so then put your sort of put your money and your actions where yeah. your mouth is yeah uh, and I think that's like what this is and I even think I'd be so bold to say if people want to put their money where their mouth is they should support generation her generation her.org I definitely want to shout out some of your things so yeah so you got yeah. your website generation her.org and then what's your social stuff that people could check it's out. All, yeah, it's all just at Generation Her. Okay, cool. Super easy to find us. Yeah, we like yeah. to call it Pro Love, right? Pro, okay, Pro Love. <laughs> nice. All right, that's good. It's a good way to talk about it. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love for people that are listening to like check you out more and to find totally. out ways that they can give, ways that they can like just be involved. Even you know, um, even like another question too. I had this like how do you find out about people? Like, I think you said something about um, like the crisis pregnancy centers. Like, do you sort of partner with them or something? We do. We love to have our flyers in there. So then when a mom becomes pregnant, um, 
they give them a flyer or at yep. WIC, you know, like, yeah, you know what WIC is? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> WIC is like where all the moms go. Yeah, it's where they go, where they get like little a card so they could go buy like groceries and groceries like or formula, formula like nursing help, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, we like to be in all those places, have our flyers in all those places so that they can have, we're even, we even have our flyer in Planned Parenthood. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so cool. when a mom is there, they will see our flyer and think, oh, okay, like there is somebody there and if I choose to keep this baby, like if this is my option, I have some support, I have some help. Yeah. So yeah, we love to be, we're in all those places, um, okay. pregnancy centers, schools, social workers, nurses, they all have our info and they give it out to the moms and um, we're getting moms left and right right now in coronavirus. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's even just good for people. Like another way is just to word of mouth, probably like, right. Like just referrals. Like, so people yeah. know, like you hear, you hear these, a story of someone it's like, Hey, this is a place where you can get support. Right. So totally. totally. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. What anything else you feel like people should know about generation her before we wrap it up? Okay. Have you seen the movie unplanned on Netflix or Amazon prime? I have not unplanned. Okay. I need to suggest this to everybody because you will just have such a different sort of like worldview about all this world of, you know, the pre crisis pregnancy and teen parenthood. Um, so the movie is the true story. It's a Christian movie. Um, it's a true story about the a lady who worked in Planned Parenthood and she started off as a volunteer and then she worked her way all the way up to the top and um it's just her true story of um like she herself had a, had an abortion and she was a Christian her family was always against her um working there they were always like I don't understand why you would work there and support this sort of like thing that they're doing and mm -hmm. um and they show like, oh my gosh, I was just like bawling. You will cry. <laughs> but it just oh. is, it just sort of opens your eyes to this whole other like world of crisis pregnancy and unplanned pregnancy and abortion and all of that kind of stuff. And it's just, um, and it just shows like how God is so working in this world. It's, mm. you know, it's not a forgotten, it's not a lost thing. Even though abortion is happening, even though it's legal, it's definitely not forgotten or overlooked by God. He's working every day in this, in this area, in this field. And that movie will show you like how he took that, that lady, she quit. She, you know, like Planned Parenthood took her to, to court and they lost. And it's just like, just show, it's just an amazing story wow. of how God works. And it shows like those, the frontline people who are out there praying and um, just like, just stories of how moms change their mind and don't get abortion. So it's, it's crazy. Mm. You guys got to see okay. it. Unplanned. Unplanned. Okay. And that can exactly. just help people like kind of have a better heart, right? And understand. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's good. Hey, <laughs> okay, cool. I love it. All right. Well, let's get the word out about Generation Thanks. Her and uh, just excited about what you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the Calvary Life podcast.